Warning. This episode contains adult language, awkward situations, and descriptions of extreme and graphic violence. These acts were not intended for real-life situations, so please, do not imitate. And just so you know, the Spirit and Manga Review holds no responsibility if anyone is harmed while carrying these acts out. And if you're still inclined to carry out said acts, may God have mercy on your soul. Stay safe, kitties. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 5. Head explodey! Or, don't touch that collar, or else this will happen. edition of the Spyrokin Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. And your co-host, Mason. So how are you doing today, Mason? Not too shabby. How oh, about you? Not bad, not bad. After those four days of boiling heat, it's nice to be in cold weather again. Yes, for those of you who don't know, the last weekend was entirely harsh on us. Yeah, completely. Humidity suck. Yeah, over 100 degrees. This was not good at all. But there's nothing like 1812 to wake you up in the morning. Oh, yeah. You just blast that. If you really want to shock someone, like if you have a roommate or you want to shock an older brother or sister, just get the 1812 Overture, put it on your CD player, crank it all the way. They will wake up guaranteed. (laughs) Only thing that's better than that is a Star Spangled Banger by Jimi Hendrix. Uh, They don't make music like that anymore. Nope. But anyway, for those of you who don't know, we are the Society for Providing Information and Reviews about Manga. Pretty much what we do is we review and rate manga. Yep, otherwise known as the Spirikin Manga Review. And as usual, faithful listeners, the seven of you, we say <laughs> hi. Hello. <laughs> Hope you guys are doing good. We have some good stuff for you today. What are we reviewing today? Battle Royale and also Mackinex. And for those of you who don't know, um, Battle Royale was originally a novel and also turned into a movie, and Mackinex was originally a video game for Dreamcast. Yep, the lovely Dreamcast. I have actually a recording of one of my zealot friends talking about how the Dreamcast was awesome with its 50... <laughs> well, you know what? It was kind of cool with the, the little memory sticks or whatnot. They had little pictures on them. Like, that was pretty neat. Yes, you could take it out. It was a Tamagotchi. Just play yep, with it. Yep. It was kind of cool. But we're getting off topic because we're not a game review site. But a lot of people <laughs> actually want us to review Metal Gear Solid 4, which came out yesterday. Honestly? <laughs> Honestly. Wow, that's pretty neat. Yeah, a couple people said, you have to review Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> so we might do a roundtable with that on our, our auxiliary one, which we're still debating about. Right, we have to still have to set a date for that. Yeah, I was thinking four auxiliary dates, which are not manga-related. Might do the review of that with four gamers. Don't yeah. know yet. If you guys want to know more about that, send us an email at spirokin at gmail.com. 
Yeah, and if you have any kind of suggestions of anything that you think we should review that's roughly related to manga, just send it to our email and we'll definitely consider it. And speaking of which, we'd like to give some shout-outs. First off to Mr. or Mrs. Uh, XXX Rem XX. I'm feeling a lot better, as you can tell. Yes. <laughs> yes, I can breathe. No kitty hair. It's your own fault. You don't take your Benadryl. Yes, but I like the cats. They like me. I just am allergic to them. It's true. Cats love him, and they always want him to pet them, but it just... Doesn't yeah, work out. Yeah. Okay, and now for some other news. Now, we actually had someone who answered our question from last week, which really, we start out just as a kind of... Completely random thing. Yes, and well, question, if you don't remember, was... Yeah, what song was I singing last week? Well, the answer was Silver Fuck by Smashing Pumpkins, and the person who got it right was Susie Neiman. And congratulations, Susie Neiman. Please send us your address, and we're going to send you something very special. And what you have won is some Strawberry Pocky, a two-pack. Oh, yeah, and weren't you going to include something else in that? Oh, yes, you're also going to receive a Tokyo Pop sampler pack, and with everything that's going on with Tokyo Pop, I think that... It might actually be worth something. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that during the news section, because there's a pretty big thing about Tokyo Pop going on. But okay. anyway, let's start off, let's get right into the reviews, shall we? And you first, actually. No. Last week I did first, Bombos first, remember? Let's get oh, it out really? of the way. It's your turn. Oh, <laughs> crap, what? Ah, don't worry about it. You know the series. You have the source material in front of you, and I have the movie somewhere around here. All right. But actually, before before we do that, maybe we'll give a little something beforehand to explain oh, how... A little background information? Well, not... Yeah. I was going to do that. Oh, okay. Now, I was going to say just in general how some books really translate well into manga. Like, example, Vampire Hunter D was originally a huge novel series, and now they have manga coming out. Yeah, there out. are actually 16 novels of Vampire Hunter D. Not all of them are released in the United States yet, but I believe they were first written sometime in the 80s. I'm actually collecting them, and I enjoy them very much. Mm. First one is what the first Vampire Hunter D was based on. Book much, much better. Well, Much better than that anime. Well, besides Vampire Hunter, the another big one that was a novel that turned into a, an anime series, then a manga series, was Slayers. All right. It's one that Zan and I both like. He actually introduced me to Slayers. It's really funny, especially if you play um, any RPGs like D&D. It becomes all the more funny. Hail Zomo Gustav! <laughs> Wait, I'm mixing XL and Martina. That's kind of creepy. Well, it works. That'd be a creepy child. Think about it. Martina's mentality and XL's insanity. <laughs> oh no! But anyway, back to the topic. Um, what else was there? There's, of course, the one we're reviewing. You're reviewing today, Battle Royale. That was yeah. This one was originally a book, and then it became a manga, and it's translated in several different countries. We have Japan, who was originally published um, by Akita Publishing. It's published by Tokyo Pop in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Play Press Publishing in Italy, and it goes on. It's out in France, Argentina, Hungary, and Brazil. So it's very, very popular. And um, from what I understand, the Battle Royale movie is not sold in the U.S. Well, it is, you can get it if you go to the right places. Yes, you can get it if you go to the right places, but that's why you can't find it anywhere normally. I did hear rumors that they were going to make actually a movie. A U.S. movie? Yeah. I don't think they were going to use, instead of, their, in the original film, uh, they used the actual demographic. They used 15 and 16-year-olds. If you ever saw Kill Bill, the girl who played Go-Go actually was in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she played this one girl who goes kind of nuts. In the book, she's 
really. But anyway. And randomly, something I didn't know that Sun informed me that go go means five five in Japanese, yes, right? Yes, or the Mach five, five five. <laughs> you go, you go. Well, anyway, <laughs> coming speed racer. I don't know why. But back to what we were saying. The whole thing with it was that they originally were going to do college students in the American version. Uh, like someone like Shia LaBeouf being the main character. Oh, no. Or... No, not that guy. He's not a bad actor. Yeah, but he's not that great either. I'm sorry, but if you saw him in Indiana Jones, you, you have to agree Transformers that... Transformers he was good at. He was good in Transformers, but Indiana Jones, there was much to be desired. I'm sorry. Yes, I agree. And uh, Disturbia, he wasn't bad in. I mean, he's... I didn't watch that. He's an up-and-coming actor. He's got flops. You, you can't... But anyway, we're not talking about Shia LaBeouf. He's... Blech. Blech. Exactly. Anyway, back to manga, which we're, we know and we're good at and we enjoy. <laughs> okay, so take it away. Well, obviously the title's Battle Royale. The author of the original novel and also the original dialogue for the manga is Koshun Takami. The artist is Masayuki Taguchi. And the original run is November 2000 through January 2006. You already covered publishers. Um, the genre is a senin, which is kind of a military-esque manga. And then the type um, is kind of sci-fi, 1984 Big Brother. <laughs> That's my classification, personally. Isn't there also like a horror splatter fest? Yeah, blood everywhere, eyeballs blowing up. Yeah, if you like Saw, you'll like this manga. Ah, so sociopaths of the future will enjoy this book. (laughs) Sums it right up. Basically, the premise of Battle Royale is that students are taken at random and put into something called a program where they're put in a situation that you kill everybody and it's the survival of the fittest. The last man standing wins, or woman standing. Well, in the original book, one of the things they changed from the manga is that there's a thing called BR program. What happened was, according to the book in their fictional... I'm not going to get too far into the whole history because it ruins half the book because of revolts and other things the government decided we're going to set up this program called initiative 15 or the battle royale program where they would selectively select 15 classes at random and they would slowly put them on an island and they would let them have at each other till the last one surviving like a battle royale where you all fight to the ones left right well in the manga it's also a kind of a tv game show and the ratings are through the roof because basically everyone's forced to watch it they take well they basically kidnap a bunch of students but it's government ordained. It's government ordinated, ordained, organized. Uh, organi- no, I think I was going for ordained. Um, sanctioned. There we go. It's uh, government sanctioned. Yep. They take a bunch of random kids from a class. They put them in a particular area. I don't know if it's an island in the manga, is it? In the manga, it's random places each okay, program. Okay, random in places the, each time. In the book, in the manga, it's an island that is roughly two miles by two. And in, in the manga, it's actually a school ground, and then there's an area all around it. No, it's, it's, it's the schools where they start off with, but the rest is it's the same map. Oh, right. That's what I'm saying, but they start in the school ground. Yeah, they wake up up in a school classroom all creepy like right and then creepy guy comes in um i believe his last name is common and he starts explaining the rules to everybody and then in the beginning to do a small flashback you're introduced to two characters in particular shuya nanahara or as i would term him he becomes later on the rock star stereotype and his friend yoshitoki kanubo a yoshi there's a yoshi in the manga yoshitoki and he's what I would call the nerd. And they're both orphans, and they're being taken care of this lady called Miss Ryoko. And the program is on. He's like, hey, oh my god, it's so horrible. 
we want to watch our show. And then Miss Ryoko's like, oh, I'll protect you guys. And they're like, no, we'll protect you, the men. So it so happens later that, you know, they're taken for the program. And it does a scene where Miss Ryoko is protesting. And then it goes into detail how the program leader, Mr. Kamon, that comes in, basically raped her. And it's very graphically displayed. And is he telling this to the students? Yes, he tells this to the students. He's a very sick man. And that was rather disturbing for me. He's got a chinny-chin face. Yes. And he has a woman's lips. I don't know if he's a transvestite or what. They they seem to do that a lot with the creepy old guys in manga. They have them with the very thick lips and then the very craggy faces. Very stylized. So he goes on to explain the rules to everybody. And they all have collars. If they try to leave the area, or if they all refuse to fight, then the collars explode. If nobody is killed within, what is it, 48 hours? 24 24 hours, then the collars will explode. So there's a lot of pressure on. It's basically last man standing. They give them all a supply bag. Each has rations, a few medical supplies, and a randomized weapon. So nobody knows what they're getting. And they have them pick it up one by one file out. But before this all happens, it doesn't stop the lead director from shooting Shuyu's friend, Yoshitoki, in the face. This is graphically depicted. So like I said, if you like Saw, then you'll probably like Battle Royale. Some of the other main characters that are displayed in the very beginning, you're introduced to Shinji Mamura, who's a basketball jock. You have Shogo Kawada, who is a rebel who is older than everybody else, because he's been rebelling. <laughs> well. And we have Hiroki Sugimura, who's a martial martial arts obsessed guy. We have Kazuo Kiriyama, who's a gang boss and goes on to be one of the lead villains besides the main director, Kaman. We also have Mitsuko Suma, who's a school slut, and I guess she's also a prostitute on the side, something about her mother. I forget. And then we have Noriko Nakagawa, who's our sweet and innocent chick. And originally, Shuyu thinks that Yoshitoki likes Noriko, but you find out differently. We'll leave that as a surprise for you to read. One thing I did notice, well, one thing that you do notice is that as to each chapter, or as the, the series goes on, it actually will list who's dead and who's not, saying, this many students killed this episode, this many left. Right. Also in the manga, it also says the name of them when they're eliminated. You know, Yoshitoki dies, it goes, Yoshitoki Kaninobu <laughs> eliminated. Yeah. It's kind of a cross between, like, the WWF wrestling and reality TV shows. I was thinking more like Lord of the Flies, but then I, the whole thing with the random, like... You like to compare Lord of the Flies to everything. No, well, okay, okay, well, anyway. No, well, this was more so, because it's kids killing each other, but the one thing which was messed up, I thought, or actually smart, was that the whole time limit, because everyone's like, oh, you have 24 hours, you'll just hide in the house. No. Right. They have a grid of the whole island, and every six hours, they say, okay, we're getting rid of this grid, this grid, this grid. If you go into those grids, your collar goes off. So, uh, they're systematically removing the areas you can hide at, and... Yeah. You should read it for yourself to find out. There's a lot to this, and it's very much classic in the anime manga world. Art style is kind of American comic strip cartoony classic with a sprinkling of anime. I actually liked the art style. I thought it was very appropriate. There's not a whole lot more to say about it, but definitely worth it. The dialogue is great. Loss of content, not for the you speed readers out there. So, all in all, I loved it! Well, not quite. I don't like the violence in it. I'm not really big on violent mangas or even, like, super violent movies. I'll watch them and I find them interesting, but they still make me cringe and want to hide my head in a pillow. Yeah, when you were reading this, you were, like, putting it down just like, I don't want to look at it anymore. Yeah, some of it was rather disturbing. I couldn't believe how graphically they drew all these violent, bloody scenes. 
Some of the good lines are, well, I'll tell you this. When Mitsuko kills somebody, she basically stabs her in the neck. She thinks the other girl, Megumi, thinks that Mitsuko is her friend. She uh, cuts her in the neck. She's bleeding all over the floor. And Mitsuko's like, and oh, by the way, red is definitely not your color. So that's one of the key lines. Another one of the lines, let me see. I wrote this down because I found it funny. It was said by Shinji Mamura in the very beginning. He goes, two, five, no, four. Not nearly enough bad time to come up light on little Shinji's raincoats, and I do so hate to disappoint a cute girl. What the hell? I'll improvise. Lots of condom references in this manga. Well, for the first one anyway. After that, everything goes out the window. Yeah, but I couldn't believe <laughs> Shuyu saying to Yoshitoki, Oh yeah, by the way, make sure to use ripped condoms to maximize your pleasure. And he's like, ribbed? Ribbed? <laughs> ah! So, what would your rating for this manga be? I gave it a four. I borrow it from a friend and never return it unless offered Pocky. It's a definite classic. You really should read it at some point, but it's definitely not for everybody. If a lot of violence makes you squeamish, I wouldn't recommend it, but it's good to try out. Maybe try the book first. Uh, you can easily find the book in bookstores. You can order it. It's not a problem. The book is pretty thick and, well, you might enjoy it. Yeah, you very well might. I mean, and as far as the movie goes, um... If you can get a hold of it, just be prepared to see very sick imagery. Right, like my ex-Chinese roommate ended up having it, so <laughs> maybe... Also, my ex has a copy. If your roommate is Asian or if your ex is really into it, you might be able to find it. I remember my, my uncle walked into me watching it when I, uh, my uncle from Puerto Rico walked in and just the opening scene of... The opening scene of the movie, I'll ruin this, but you see Shu's father killed himself. It's not like you see a silhouette. You actually see him hanging with rope around his neck in a really gross way. And just this opens the film up to just horrific images. Yeah. So yeah, if you're under the age of 18, if you get caught doing this, we don't know nothing. Yeah, this manga is wrapped. Can get it as an omnibus. There is um, a bound edition of the first five, and then then the next five. I don't know how far it goes so five. far. It's all three. All three. That's not bad. You bet five manga in hardcover. You could bash them with headings. How many volumes is this again? Fifteen. Fifteen. So it's all. All right. Okay, so I guess it's up to me now. Yep, up to you. Yep, and I got to review Mac and X. And as we said before, it was based on a video game. So, never having played the video game, nor even heard of this, I had to look look for it. I found it as a scanlation. I don't think it's ever going to be released here. The video game was originally created by Altus Software, and the author for the manga was Q Hayashida. And it was published by Kodashi, who does pretty much everything. They did Inuyasha, they did... They did one of the other mangas we reviewed. Several, but... I think they did Princess Resurrection. Probably. Yeah. The original run from January 2000 to two, November 2001, and there are only three volumes. So it's pretty short. It's all online if you can find it, so you can just read it one shot or take a break with it. Oh, so is it ongoing no it's done it's, it's only, done only three only three it was it's a it's a short story there's not much you really can do with it okay okay well now how to really describe it well first off i have to describe the title mac and x mac and pretty much translates into demon sword because ken is a sword ma meaning demonic and x stands for the term deuce ex machina now for those of you who don't know deuce ex machina is essentially a ghost in the shell or ghost in the machine well ghost in the machine or it's uh, god of the machine yeah well it pretty much means that there's an improbable thing occurs like something assists you like maybe a god appears and he helps you out somehow and this specifically is the sword they're talking about the sword the whole thing surrounds the sword called the Mackin, which is this weird device created by professor Hiro Mitsu Sagura what happened is originally the sword was designed that if you use this, this sword on someone it would heal their ability heal them make them 
them better, but that's not the case at all. What happened is the sword actually has a mind of its own, and it does what it calls brain jacking. Uh. If you're holding the sword and it uses this brain jack ability, the sword disassembles wires, wrap around you, and it sucks up all your mind energy and your what they call an image. I'm going to say it's an ego because that's the closest I can come up with it. The translator, because it's not a sanctioned translation, was kind of rough. But what it does is it absorbs your image or your ego, and all the knowledge, all the data you've ever had goes into the Mac, and it gets stronger. So Creepy. Why this guy made it, I don't know. I think there was some reason I couldn't really follow through. It was kind of rough. Okay. So anyway, you have the main character, Kei Sagumi, who is the professor's daughter. And what happens is that she's, you know, living with her father and her bodyguard, whose name is Rei Chu. She has a weird, I don't know, it's kind of weird image thing. Like her image, you know, her ego thing, like you see in her mind all the time and all this really screwed up stuff that looks like it should be in a bondage manga or in a... Maybe you'd like to redefine ego at this point so everyone knows what you're talking about. By ego, I mean the, your inner self. You think in your mind, you see a specific image of yourself. Like it's what you, who you are, who you think so you are. So your ego is, is how you see yourself? Yeah, that's the closest you can come up with. It's like your pure self. It's who you are on the inside. It's... If you get rid of all your aggression, all your anger, all your things that you are obsessed about, it's who you are. Okay. Uh, I could get further into it, but this isn't a psychology... Right, it's okay. Carry on. So anyway, so you have Ray, you have Kay, um, her bodyguard slash mentor Ray, and then you have her friend Koo, who, who likes her, and he's kind of the bumbling, stupid guy who disappears for a manga. You don't know why. <laughs> what happens is they say, okay, we're ready, we're going to test out the Mac and X, and everything will be good and fine. And, and so they go to start up the Mac and X to charge it up, and Ku goes to the bathroom and notices one of the co-workers of the lab is kind of just sitting there. All right. And he also looks to his left, and he sees a knife in the wall. He's like, what the? And there's no blood. The guy's just kind of just chilling out, not noticing anything. And he goes, pokes the guy, and he looks up, and there's this dude who looks like he should be like a mixture of Voldo from Soul Calibur. Uh-huh. And if you've ever seen Berserk, the first episode or first manga, the Count, the guy with the sharp teeth. Okay. With the, the gun turns to the snake. All right, Him all right. in human form. Imagine that mixed that face with Voldo's body. That's what this guy looks like. It turns out they came for the Mackin. So they're attacking. The, the lab is under siege, and Ray, who was supposed to, the mentor is supposed to have used the Mac, and he was the test subject, and Ray gets killed. The, her father has been kidnapped, and as they're coming to kill. Kay, Kay grabs the Mackin, and something weird happens. Now, the Mackin, generally, if you grab it, it'll brain jack you immediately. For some reason, the Mackin can't brain jack her. It could take over her body, mm-hmm. and she's able to use martial arts skills and be awesome, but the Mackin can't take over her ego, her image. Okay. So they're kind of in flux. They're stuck together. And the rest of the manga is her trying to get her father back while fighting the Mac in control of her body. Okay. Um, you said that her ego looks like what again? Her ego, her inner person, at first is herself. Mm-hmm. And when the Mac takes over, she's stuck in her own personal image world, which is in her mind. If you see that, you'd... if you're an art therapy student, trust me, this manga will have you just analyzing for hours on it. <laughs> There's so much screwed up stuff in the, in her mind. But the Mac can't take control of her image, as I said before and it's in a fight with her but as the series goes longer the Mackin at first is just this little three inch like little half face and as it brain jacks more people it starts getting bigger and more looking like a person so it's getting stronger and she's getting weaker and also the other thing is that she's fighting these bad guys she's getting injured and like okay so she's injured and uh, as she gets injured the Mackin heals her but it's becoming grafted to her arm like her arm gets cut severely the one that's holding the Mackin in the next scene when she wakes up and she's herself again 
the Mackin is now part of her arm. The oh. sword is connected to one piece of her arm, so it's kind of gross. I know this seems confusing. Trust me, it was very confusing to me. It sounds kind of interesting, but I actually took a look of it, and I really hated the art style, number one. I, I'm going to get to the art style in a minute. Um, besides that, uh, the rest I could get into, but it just... <laughs> I can't. There's, I just can't get explained anymore. It was confusing as hell to me. So, let's get into the translator. Despite the translator's efforts to translate this, and I give him props for doing it, I didn't understand most of it. I could under, I could follow the pictures and get a little bit, but this concept is a little bit too foreign for me to get. I gave up after about six pages. <laughs> I made it through, through two and a half volumes in the last five. I was like, I can't read anymore. I'm done. Yeah, since I didn't have to read it, I was like six pages. I'm like, eh, this is weird. Now into the art style. Like I said, if you're an art therapy student, you'll have a ball with it. For those of you who don't know, art therapy is studying art to determine what the draw, the original creator, what they were thinking and whatnot. And this is just completely violent and just full of imagery that's just shocking and strange. Oh yeah, you were talking about like the Nazi Kaiser people, right? Oh yeah, well that's brought into the game actually. The game, the villains are these Nazi Kaiser people who have swastikas and they have the... The Kaiser helmet. Yeah. Kaiser helmet and in the English version of Mac and X they actually got rid of it. They kind of like whited it out so you don't see the Nazi symbol. Huh. But this one you see these evil monsters who are fighting have the Nazi symbol so it's kind of cool. Alright. Not cool because the Nazis were horrific people. <laughs> but gives you a definite enemy like weird half-human, half-robot things. Who Is that because you're in her um, mind world? You Half the time you don't know if they're really there or not. Like, there's this one scene where she's sitting there in class and she looks to her left and she sees all the other students. Like, they're in chairs tied up with wires in them, masks on their faces, all creeped out. And then another scene, she's in a restaurant and she looks to her left and her right and everybody has a light bulb head. Yeah, and the enemies, they look like they're half... Imagine the people from Jinro, that armor with Gatling guns for arms or knives for hands. And eh. Besides that, as a best line, like I said, I didn't, I couldn't give a best line for it. No, it's kind of hard to. What about, well, writing style's kind of difficult too, huh? Yeah, writing style, like I said, it seems like it could be interesting. It probably is. So... What do I give it? Yeah. I want to give it a three. I, re I really want to give it a gift from your Aunt Muriel. I really do. But the writing style and the art... Because the art works for the series. It's just that messed up because it's all about the mind fighting for control. The concept is great. Yes, concept is great, but I have to give it, unfortunately, a two, which is your, your typical, typical reading, reading material, material at your local correction facility or psychiatric institution. Yeah, this would be something that would be a psychology student's dream. They'd love to read it. It's just so frigged up. Okay. Yeah, I would go further into it, but... Eh. It's a rather serious tone to this episode, but both our mangas were kind of graphic yeah. and bloody. Just a little bit, but hey, well, we expect it. We gotta review everything the wheel tells us to. Yes. But we we'll must do what the wheel says. Yes. All we... hail Scully. Yes, all hail Scully. Oh, we have to do the, the Star Wars... But... <laughs> <laughs> Since we're done with the reviews, we actually have news this week. Very big news. Big news. Super news. Okay. <laughs> Zohan. Huge. It is the Zohan. <laughs> smooth. But okay, for those of you who don't know, there are four big publishers for manga. There's Del Rey. Yep. There's Viz. Correct. Dark Horse. Yep. Tokyo Pop. Mm -hmm. And sometimes ADV manga sometimes does stuff. Very rarely, but... Right. So... This information we have is about Tokyo Pop. Turns out that Tokyo Pop has decided to split themselves in half. <laughs> yeah, they're laying off people and slashing the number of titles they're releasing because they've overfled the market. Really? Yeah. 
even though they're so popular. Tokyo Pop pulled out of the 2008 San Diego Comic Con at this point, which is not good. That's when they're releasing all the information, so you know something's going on. They're not going under, but... And here's what makes no sense. Right now, they're making $4 million a year, and they're, and they're doing this. It's... Yeah. I can get into the numbers. I'm not going to. Long story short... A lot of titles that they thought were going to be good bombed because people wouldn't buy them, and they left on the shelf. So they have a bunch of back order stuff. Huh. I think they should just drop it off really cheap, make cheap manga, sell for for five bucks a pop. They'd make a killing. People would buy all of it. I guess they're just too selfish for that. I'm tired of all this corporate BS. Yeah, this quantity over quality BS isn't working for them. So well, who knows? Right now. What's that one? Oh. That one is Fairy Finding. That I don't know what it's about, but that's one of the ones that's being dropped, apparently. So is Dragon Knight. <laughs> they might be doing good once they come make their two new companies. I don't know. They're making an anime division and a manga division, and the manga division, like I said, they're dropping half their titles. Mm. We'll see what happens. For you Tokyo Pop fans, time to get a new label. Sorry. Dark Horse is doing well, though. Dark Horse, but Dark Horse also does comics, which is cool, like... Like yeah. Hellboy, which, which they're making a movie of. Yeah, I can't wait to see that movie, actually. Oh, what's his name? Del Toro? Mm-hmm. He's directing it, and he's the one who directed Pan's Labyrinth, mm-hmm. if you guys didn't know. They're amazing artistically, especially Pan's Labyrinth, even if you don't like that kind of thing. The film, the, oh, it's just very lush. Yeah, well, it's Hellboy. Yes, but Hellboy, gonna Hellboy is going to be very interesting again. Well, also we have Hulk coming out today. Or tomorrow, one of those two. I don't know. I forget. Well, you're the one keeping track of the Hulk. Well, well, yeah, we're recording this. It's Thursday, so it's coming out tomorrow. But by the time you guys get it, it will have come out already. Yeah. Should be good though. Hulk smash. Smash. But well, before that, we also have a dig account finally. A dig account. What's that? I mean, dig is a site which actually they it's a, one of those search engines for podcasts. So oh, okay. We're on there as usual. We have our MySpace account, MySpace.com forward slash Spyrokin. We're always looking for friends. <laughs> we're lonely. We're lonely. Please friend us. Well, we well we have a couple of friends and to L. Thank you. Yes, we had an L at us. Okay. Not that L. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was confused. It's a girl dressed. No, okay. We have two different L's. One L, she's dressed up as L, and she's cosplaying, and her cosplay's awesome. And the other L, well, we thank you for your contribution. And your... Bravo. Enough said. Before we get to the Wheel of Manga, one more thing. We're doing a poll for this month. I know, it's weird. We're doing a poll. We want to see what you guys think about this. So we're going to have a character poll. Now, we're having which character, which female character, is the most abusive to her boyfriend or love interest. (laughs) So here we have, we have A... Naru Narasagawa from Love Hina. Yeah. <laughs> B, we have Akane Tendo from Ranma One Half. Oh, right. <laughs> C, we have Lum from Yuritsai Yatsura, another Takahashi title. But And the other abusive girl we are going to pick is up to you. If you have a write-in you want to put in, just send it to us. But right now we have the three, or you have your write-in. Send it to us at spireken at gmail.com, and we'll tally it up by the end of the month. Yes, we're very democratic. If you don't like any of our candidates, you can write in. Did you know that? You can write in. So if you don't want to vote for Obama or Hillary hey, or Hey, 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 this isn't a politics one. Well, what? I'm all for Obama. Okay. And I know, you know, you worry way too much. It's okay to mention politics briefly. Well, we're, well, remember, we also have international fans. They might not be voting for Obama. You know, we have, we have... So then there shouldn't be a problem. True. Well, to all of our fans in Europe and in Overseas. Sri Lanka and Sri Lanka... <laughs> 
keep listening. We really appreciate the help, and we're pretty happy that we have bands all the way in Sydney. Yes, we are absolutely thrilled, actually. It's yes. really cool to see that you guys are listening. Insert picture of Chibi Zan and Mason jumping up and down. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where's your Chibi voice? Come on, one, one more time, one more time. No. Ready? Yay! <laughs> okay, so we have our Chibi voices, and now what all of us have waited for. The Wheel of Manga! Yes. The Wheel of Manga. For those of you who don't know, we spin the Wheel of Manga whenever it lands on. That is what we will choose to read for next week. Hail Scully. And if you have anything you want us to put on the Wheel of Manga, tell us. Definitely. And we have one write-in for this week, actually, which we put on. Oh, we did? Yes, Death Note. Okay. A lot of people want us to read Death Note, and if we land on it, we might get it. We'll see what happens. All right, here we go. Spin the Wheel of Manga! Okay, luck be a lady tonight. You got number nine, and yo. Oh, what's that? Another manga by our friend Umizo. You mean the guy who did Drifting Classroom? Uh-huh. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> but this time you get it! Ha-ha! <laughs> you know what, jerk? Well, we'll see what I get on the wheel of manga. No double spins. No, I'm not. Mm. Ha! That's what you should have read last week. Tenjo Tenge. Alright, do you know what that one is? I've heard of it. It's popular to Shonen. Know a little bit about it. But, oh well. Maybe next week they'll get Death Note. Who knows? If you have anything else you want us to put on this, tell us and we'll put it on the wheel and we'll spin for it. Yeah, it'd be actually, it'd be cool if we could get write-ins to do the whole wheel every week. Yeah, that way we could fill it up. We just, we know what is on there. Right. Because, you know, us picking from our very vast... We, we have a, quite a few lemons in there. I mean, we had that de- we had Death Note on the list already, but, you know... Right. People were saying, we want us to see if you guys get Death Note on Okay. And also, for our episode 10, and that's in five episodes away, we're doing a round table. Now, we have a choice of which round table we're going to do. Okay, lay it out. Now, right now, we're going to do part one of GTO. We're going to do part one of the Berserk manga. All right. Part one of our Ranma series. Mm-hmm. Or we will do Genshiken. That one will be a good one. So you guys, tell us which one you want us to do a round table on. Send it to us by episode nine, and we'll tell you what we're going to do the round table on. We need at least, like I said, we need a month to read this, because these are all extensively large series. Genshiken isn't, but... Well, we need proper time for... Worthy analysis. Yeah, especially since we're doing a round table, we're going to have two other people, and determining on which series you guys pick, that's the one we're going to do. <laughs> well, actually, I'm sorry, I just had a thought. What? Thinking to celebrate uh, the 10th episode, Zan and I would do the can-can. Okay, we did the can-can. Ha-ha! No. Because we're episode 5. Yeah, we should do it for the 10th episode. Maybe we'll do it. We'll all do it for the tenth episode. If you have any suggestions about what you'd like to see us do, like actually, something wild and crazy. Actually, you know what? I have an idea. Oh, what's that? We'll add one more to our list because they want us to do it anyway. Is let's do Death Note as one of our roundtables. Hmm. I'll got go a, with it's it got for two, now. It's got three movies, and it's a big. What about Sailor Moon? Well, Sailor Moon maybe. Okay. Okay, so let's rectify. Let's rectify this. We're going to leave probably all this in, aren't we? <laughs> Most likely. Yeah, because yeah. this banter is funny. Anyway, so here's how it is. Right now, here's what we have for our episode 10. Here are your choices. I think we should add just one more. To make it 7? Why not? Lucky number 7. Well, then we should make it 10. Why don't we make it 10? We can have a clamp. Mm, which clamp, though? There's so no, many just times. clamp overall. Doing a round table on clamp is kind of tough because everything intertwines with each other. Doesn't it make it more perfect? Mm. True, but, you know, we get confused. I think we should put it on there. Okay, if you guys want us to do clamp, put, we'll do clamp. 
as a whole, the whole universe as a whole, and that includes Subasa, Honey and Clover, X, Tokyo Babylon, Clamp School Detectives, Man of Many Faces, Chobits, Cardcaptor Sakura, and all those billions of other ones. Yes. So we have Clamp on there. Except for Wish, because I hate it. No, we got to include Wish, because no. you want it all no, in there. No, so no, no. <laughs> so we have Wish on there, so what are the other three we need? Magic Knight Ray Earth? Did you a, mention that's that? A, that's, oh, yes. Magic Knight Ray Earth is another Clamp. So, okay. Again. <laughs> now the final ten. We're going to be up to 30 by the time this episode's over, aren't we? No, no, no. no. Seriously, we're, we're going to do ten. Agreed? Agreed. You have ten choices. Ten choices. This, this sounds like Monty Python's sketch. You have one more chance to no, give ten, up. Ten chances. <laughs> ten chances to renounce your faith. And he's like, I didn't know this was a Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Anyway, okay. Back to the, off the silliness. We have ten titles for episode ten. That way it works. Ranma, Genshikin, Great Teacher Onizuka, The Zerk, The Entire Clamp Universe, Sailor Moon, Death Note. We need three more, and I think I have them. Oh, you do? Yes, we'll do... Are they popular? Love Hina. Yeah, all right. Hey, we gotta do a Kenna. I know, so. I know. It's either Love Hina or Nagima. You pick. We can do Love Hina. All right, Love Hina, and the last two will be very, very dark and spooky... And we'll tell you about it later. The last two we will tell you next week. So, as usual... We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, even though it was all gritty and serious. Until the end of the episode, anyway. Yeah. As usual, I am Zan. And I am Mason. We're the Spark and Manga Review Podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Head explodey! Oh, before I forget, the closing theme is actually the ending music from Mac and X the video game.